Hello, once again, we come to you with another episode of Everyday Black History. And today on Everyday Black History, we have, um, we're going to be talking about a, a man by the name of Herman Branson. And Herman Branson is an, was an African-American physicist and chemist, best known for his research on the alpha helix protein structure, and was also the president of two, uh, two colleges, two of the oldest uh, HBCUs. Um, we'll get into that um, in a little bit. Now, Herman Branson, um, he, uh, his early life, not much is recorded about his early life, but his educational career, he received his uh, bachelor's degree from Virginia State College in 1936 and his PhD in physics from the University of Cincinnati under the direction of Boris Badowski in 1939. After a stint at Dillard University, he joined Howard University in 1941 as an assistant professor of physics and chemistry. He remained at Howard for 27 years, achieving uh, increasingly important positions and eventually became the head of the physics department, um, also the director of a program in experimental science and mathematics, and working with the Office of Naval Research and Atomic Energy Commission projects in physics at Howard University. One of his students would include uh, Marie Maynard Daly, who was the first woman of color in the United States to earn her doctorate degree in chemistry. And we have, uh, we'll be doing an episode on Marie Maynard Daly as well, in case you want to look her up and see her contributions to black history. Now, um, as far as Herman, Branson, Herman Branson's work on um, protein structure, which was mentioned earlier, in 1948, he took a leave and spent time at California Institute of Technology in the laboratory of another chem- chemist by the name of Linus Pauling. Now there, he was assigned to work on uh, on the structure of proteins um, using his mathematical abilities to determine possible helical structures that would fit both the available x-ray data and a set of chemical restrictions that were outlined by Linus Pauling. Now after some months of work, Herman Branson handed in a report narrowing the possible structures to two Helices, a tighter coil, Paul Pauling named the Alpha, and a looser helix called Gamma. Now Herman Branson then returned to Howard to work on other products projects. Some months later, he received a letter from Linus Pauling along with a draft manuscript of a paper detailing the two helixes, with Branson listening listed as the third author after Pauling and his assistant Robert Corby the laboratory's expert in transforming x-ray data into precise models. Now, Linus Pauling asked for suggestions, and it is likely that Branson approved the paper as written, although there is no reply on record. Now, later on, there was some controversy um, uh, regarding this, uh, as, as Linus Pauling and his assistant took most of the credit for Herman Branson's finds. In 1984, uh, Herman Branson wrote, um, Linus Pauling's biographers, and these biographers were Victor and Mildred uh, uh, Gortzell, and he wrote them implying that his contribution to the Alpha Helix had been greater than the final paper indicated. He, he uh, said in his letter, I took my work to Pauling, who told me that he thought that they, the, the proposed Alpha and Gamma Helixes, were too tight that he thought that a protein molecule should have a much larger radius so that water molecules could fit down inside and cause the protein to swell. He wrote, I went back and worked unsuccessfully to find such a structure. 
when, now, when uh, Herman Branson received Pauling's note with the draft manuscript, um, he, he wrote, I interpreted this letter as establishing that the alpha and gamma in my paper were correct and that the subsequent work done was cleaning up or verifying. The differences were nil. He added in his letter that he resented the later attention that were lavished on Pauling and Corey. There was a conservative watchdog group, Accuracy in Media, that referred to this incident in an attack on Linus Pauling in 1994. The available records, the historical context, the knowledge of the personalities involved, and studies of Pauling's laboratory and methods at the time have led most historians to, to give greater credit to Pauling and Corey, even though these findings were based over Herman Branson's hard work. So, um, because of this, you know, even though he was listed as a third author of the paper, he didn't get as much recognition as the other two men did. But despite this, he went on to have a significant career, eventually serving as president of Central State University in Wilberforce, Ohio, from 1968 to 1970, and then president of Lincoln University until his retirement in 1985. And these colleges are, are two of the oldest HBCUs, historically black college universities, that existed. And he was the president of both of them. So based off his science, based off his being the president of these old two historical colleges and his contributions to the protein structure that many people don't know about or didn't even accord him um, the right uh, respect, he contributed so much to black history and the black culture and we salute you and we thank you for your contribution Herman Branson now that concludes this episode but as I say on every episode do yourself a favor and research Herman Branson research his science and his um, findings and as well as all the people and institutions on everyday black history as I say all the time it's mind-boggling when you find out all that you know we created and that we added to the to the arts and to the sciences so uh definitely uh when you get a chance to look up herman branson and his accomplishments that concludes this episode and we'll be coming at you tomorrow with more uh information on black history uh, thank you and stay tuned <laughs>